Hey, it's Jason with the Marketing Podcast Network. As a business-to-business marketer, your needs are unique. B2B buying cycles are long and your customers face incredibly complex decisions. Isn't it time you had a marketing platform built specifically for you? LinkedIn ads empower marketers with solutions for you and your customers. LinkedIn ads allow you to build the right relationships, drive results, and reach your customers in a respectful environment. On LinkedIn, you'll have direct access to and build relationships with decision makers. Of the 875 million users on the network, 180 million are senior-level executives, 10 million are C-level executives. You will also be able to drive results with targeting and measurement tools built specifically for B2B, and they work. Audiences exposed to brand messages on LinkedIn are six times more likely to convert. LinkedIn Ads is also ranked number one for security, community, and ad experience as part of Business Insider's Digital Trust Study. Make B2B marketing everything it can be and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash MPN and claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash MPN. Terms and conditions apply. Search engine optimization can be confusing, but your business can benefit from it regardless of what you do. SEMrush, an all-in-one digital marketing suite, can cover key SEO activities, including tracking your competitors' keyword strategies, improving search rankings, and much more. Why choose multiple solutions when you can use just one? Start your free trial today and get on top. Go to bit.ly slash SEMrushMPN. That's B-I-T dot L-Y bit.ly slash S-E-M-Rush-M-P-N. So what's the best income stream for a entertainment podcast? Before we get into that, we got to talk about what an entertainment podcast is. An entertainment podcast is a show that's about, you know, sports, music, movies, and all of that stuff. I pretty much classify entertainment as anything that's outside of business. You know, I keep it simple, right? Like I'll do an episode next week on the business podcast and like what works for them. But for entertainment shows, there's a specific path you can follow for extreme profitability. And that's what we're going to get into in today's episode. What's up, people? I'm Coach Chris. Thank you so much for tuning in to Pod Central. I'm excited for this episode because I can really focus on the money stuff and really dial it in on that part. Because I didn't want to do one episode on just the monetization strategies altogether because this is a thing that's tailored to specific types of shows, like depending on where you are, that really, you know, kind of dictates the income streams that should matter to you. Right. I wouldn't tell somebody that has a show about movies. Right. If you have a show where you review movies, I think those are some amazing podcasts. Or if you have like one of the true crime podcasts, it would be stupid of me to tell you to create a digital product and try to sell some kind of membership or something. Right now, the membership is something that could be debatable depending on how you put your content together and your offer and stuff. That's a possible one. But selling a digital product or doing consulting just wouldn't make sense. Right. That's just outside of your realm for entertainment podcasts. You should really focus on certain income streams that will focus on community, focus on building a space for your listeners and really highlight other brands right now. On the far end of the spectrum, you can have your own products like merchandise and stuff. I don't advise people to go that route because most of the people I know that jump into that just aren't profitable and it takes them a really long time to become profitable. So I think to get to the side of the entertainment space where, you know, you're making enough impact where you can sell merch and you actually make money from the merch and you aren't losing money on it. It takes time to get there. So we'll talk about that one last. Now, the first income stream for entertainment podcasters is affiliate marketing. And we all know what affiliate marketing is. You find the right brands that your audience loves. You build a relationship with them. You sell their products and services to your audience. 
pretty simple. I think this is a great way to start because you don't need anything to start that, right? You could just go literally and set up the account and promote it on your show. But I think the way you should do it if you have an entertainment show is make sure that the brands tie in to your style of podcast. I see so many shows that just become an affiliate for all kind of different companies. It doesn't really make sense because it doesn't fit. If I'm listening to a music podcast, do I read books? Yes. But do I want to hear you promote a book on a music show? Probably not. That's just not where I would want that type of offer to come from. You could and it might work, but it probably won't. Like the person that's listening to you and they want to hear you review the new Beyonce album, they also don't want you to try to sell them a new book from somebody. Like, no, it just, it'll be really hard to scale something like that, right? Like it'll be really, really difficult to do that. So I don't think you should try that. I believe affiliate marketing is the best path for entertainment podcasters, especially in the beginning, because you don't need to have a certain download amount. What most entertainment shows are trying to do right now is chase sponsorship, trying to chase different companies to work with. And to a certain extent, I understand that, but I don't think it's logical only because there are certain brands that you have to have a certain amount of downloads to work with them, right? Like you can't get sponsored without having an audience or anything. You can do it. I've done it myself. You can do it, but it is challenging and it's going to take you a lot of time and effort. It's it's difficult. It's not this thing you just breeze through. I think it's better for you to focus on being an affiliate first. Now, this next income strategy is what I think most entertainment podcasters should like prioritize. After you hit that 90 day mark, you've put out like 10, 15, maybe 20 episodes. You should start building a community. I think a membership community is going to be the most profitable path for you if you have an entertainment show. I don't care if you're talking about music, movies, comedy, true crime, any of that stuff. All of that fits in the community space. And the community is pretty simple, you know? Think about it like this. You wanna put together an experience that people are willing to pay for every month. Now that experience could be live events, it could be virtual events, right? You have to be creative, right? So think about it like this. If a new movie's coming out, we have new movies coming out every month. Creed 3 coming out soon. Actually, it's, it might be out today. Is it out today? It's out today. Look at that. You also have like John Wick is coming out this month. Wouldn't it be dope if inside of your community, if you cover movies, for example, if you had like a live on a Sunday evening or whatever, or even Saturday or even Monday, whatever, right after the movie comes out where everybody can sit there and talk about the movie without talking about it on socials and spoiling it for everybody. Wouldn't that be great if you had just a group of 20 people where you guys just got together to talk about the movies? You could do the same thing with music. New new music comes out, you can rate it, right? Every month, new music comes out. Let's talk about this album. Let's talk about what we liked and we didn't like. At the end of the year, you can make lists of your favorite movies of the year, the most disappointing movies of the year. You can do Everybody does that for music every single year. So, I mean, think about that. If you build a community space where people can talk about this stuff, then you can kind of create your own culture. And I think that should be the goal if you have an entertainment show is to build your own space where people that love the same stuff you love want to come together in your space and talk about this stuff. It's all about conversation and engagement there. It's not on the business side. It's about making money on entertainment. It's about connections and relationships. So if you focus your energy on building a space where your people can show up together and talk about this stuff, because I know for me, 
I would love to be a part of a movie space like that because I'm a movie guy. I go to the movies by myself to watch stuff. And I often find myself wanting to have conversations about movies I've watched and I don't have anywhere to go to talk about this stuff because some of the movies I see is like most people don't care about them. But I know that there's a group of people out there that care about the movies like I do. So if you create a space for your people, for your, I don't even call them fans, but if you create a space for your listeners, your supporters, fans, whatever you want to call them, then they'll go to that space consistently, not even to connect with you, but to connect with the community. And then you can charge them 20 bucks a month, right? It's not really that big a deal. And then I think on a on a larger scale, I know some podcasters who do like live shows and big events where, you know, they'll have people come out and they'll do the live show. We see this all the time. They do live shows and people pay for tickets to come out to the show. And, you know, it's a chance to meet the host of the show, take pictures and all of that stuff and talk about it and everything. It's perfect. It's a win win for everybody. So I think the community space is perfect. One thing I will say is the pricing. You don't want it to be too cheap to where it's a waste of time for you. Like you got to make it at least at the very least over $10 a month. I know some people say, oh, that's expensive. That's more than streaming platforms. I get it, but you're paying for an experience. The experience is you get to be around people that like the stuff that you like, want to have the same conversations, right? And truthfully, that those experiences lead to really valuable relationships. So I would suggest your pricing be at least $10. I wouldn't make it cheaper than that because then at that point, you're kind of wasting your time. But you got 10 people paying $10 a month, that's 100 bucks. Pretty simple, right? So you that's something you want to build on, man, is adding a space where people are paying to access other people like them and paying for an experience. This is not about you personally. It's about the experience inside of the space. And as a pro tip, when it comes to the income streams for entertainment shows, you got to think about engagement as the priority. Like the most important thing is that the people you connect with are interested in the same things. Because again, if I have a community for podcasters to grow their show and get paid like Central. you could check it out down in the description below people will pay for that community and they just want the outcome that's the purpose of that community is an outcome they go there to learn they may want to um, learn a specific strategy they may want hands-on learning from me right they go there for a specific thing but with entertainment people go there because they want to be around like-minded individuals they want to be around people that you know, like the same things as them, that thinks the same things are fun, all of that stuff. So that has to be the priority is making an experience. And again, this is something you should research for your specific space to see what experience is already out there. What are people paying for? What do they already support? What do they love? What are they actually going to do? What are they spending money on? When you see that, then you'll get some ideas and that's what you can build on. Now, the last income stream I want to talk about is merchandise sales. I'm not a fan of this because most people I know that do this aren't profitable. Like they struggle. And I do get that you can have print on demand and all of that stuff. And yeah, that can work. I just think that when you have too many things happening at once in terms of these income streams, it can slow you down. Like I wouldn't suggest somebody building three of them at the same time. I think it's better to build one and start generating revenue from that. And then you build the next one. Right, so if you're going to do affiliate marketing, that's pretty easy. You set that up, find five brands, get their accounts set up and all of that. And you have your promo links you can add into your show notes and you integrate it into the podcast. That's pretty easy. That's like a two or three week process at the longest if you like move really slow. So then you can move right into building your community. 
right? And that's going to take you like two months at the very least to really set the community up, set the foundation, choose a platform, all of that stuff. It takes time to get there. So the merchandise, I think, is something that people focus on a lot because they're like, oh, man, I would love for people to have my merch and wear my stuff. And I get it because it sounds good. Right. But it's just in my opinion, I think it's the worst way to try to be profitable because I could show you thousands of stores on these print on demand sites or thousands of stores on Shopify that have products set up that sell shirts, to sell bags and all kind of stuff, mugs and pins. And they don't make any money. And it's not to say that you're only doing it to make money. And I do think you should have the stuff available. But it just doesn't make sense that if you only have 150 listeners every week, that you're trying to sell these people T-shirts and mugs and stuff. Because the amount of money effort you have to put in to make a good product, to sell it to them when they want to wear it, like it just doesn't make sense to me. Now, I will say, after you've gotten to a certain point, it's perfect. Like if you've gotten to a point where you have 500 people showing up, listen to your show every single week, if you want to put out merch then I get it because you have people that buy that and then they're going to promote for you. And then they're not only promoting the merchandise, they're promoting your show as well. So it can kind of feed itself. But if you started too early, it could really bog you down because then you're going to be thinking in your head, oh man, I'm trying to sell these shirts, but I only sold three in the last two months. I'm wasting my time with this. This podcast isn't working. Now you're ready to quit. When it would be smarter to just focus all of your energy on promoting the right brands to your audience and building the community for them. Because this is the thing, too. When people pay to join the community, you can add on the T-shirt as an upsell. The T-shirt, the mug, the pen or whatever. I charge them extra $10, $15, $20 for that. Right? That's simple. Pretty easy. And then you basically know that everybody in your community is probably going to buy some merchandise, too. Like, even if I wouldn't wear it and, like, you know, walk around in the mall with the shirt on, I would still support a lot of brands if they have merchandise because I'm a part of their community. So it's a thing where it's like a process, right? Like, the affiliate marketing is going to get you set up to where you have uh, kind of an evergreen sales machine. As long as that link works and it's in the show notes, people can always buy and support that brand and support your podcast. You always get paid from that. That works for me. I have brands I supported on my show man, three, four years ago, and I still get paid from it. It's the craziest thing in the world, man. It's insane. And then the next one is building a community space. When you have that space and you got people paying you 10, 12, 15, $20 a month, it's really easy to build that experience and integrate them into your circle, into your space. And after you do that, it'll be very easy to sell that person merchandise. Super easy. So don't try to jump into the merchandise thing first, because it's like, appealing it's the most it looks the best or it sounds the best like yeah it would be great to go to podfest and all this stuff with your own branded shirt but i'm sorry if you don't have anybody that would buy that shirt it's like it's kind of a waste of time right it's a waste of energy it's a waste of money you'll be much better off building a community first because then once you got 25 people in there like hey i'm coming out with shirts what design do you like and you put up four designs in the community space then they can vote on it then once they vote on it you know they're going to buy it because I like that one. Hey, man, look, this shirt is ready to go. I'm going to send it to you, you know, free shipping. Everybody's going to support that. So I think that the most important thing here with the entertainment podcasters is to follow this kind of process right? of like monetizing the show. This is your path. You notice I didn't even mention sponsorship because every time I talk about sponsorship, people want to focus on that one the most over everything else. And the truth is. 
because there are so many more podcasts and the brands are only focused on the top 5% of shows, it's such an uphill battle to get sponsored if you don't have, you know, 3,000 downloads an episode. It's an uphill battle to get sponsored. Can you do it? Yes. Is it possible? Yes. Has it been done? Yes. But I don't advise that. If you want to start making a thousand dollars a month consistently, this is the process you should follow. You'll be there much faster following this process. And then you can take the thousand dollars you make it from the show and put, you know, 300, 400 bucks into marketing the show. And then you'll continue to grow at high speed. So this is a better process. And I break more of this down inside of the Pod Central community. But before you even jump into that, I want to help you get started on this thousand dollar a month system, right? We just broke down the process. I have a whole email course that I've set up. It's completely free and it's linked down below. Make sure you go and sign up, get access to all of that. And then you'll learn more about the Pod Central community and what we're building over there. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you next time. You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Nick Westergaard hosts a great podcast called On Brand. Nick, tell us what these fine folks will get out of listening. On Brand features my conversations with smart marketers and agency professionals, as well as those working for innovative brands like Adobe, Ben & Jerry's, MasterCard, Salesforce, and more. Tune in and you'll learn how to tell stronger stories and build better brands. Amazing. Where can people subscribe. You can go to onbrandpodcast.com, find the show at marketingpodcast.net, or search for On Brand with Nick Westergaard wherever you get your podcasts. That's two A's in Westergaard. You heard him. Go subscribe. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.